The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Pinball Party. I'm just going to read the text of the week, and we are going to get right into it. Quote, I wish I had a bigger dick just so my pee tube could be wider and I could spend less time pissing. Nice. I got to Google what episode this is. Pinball Party Podcast. Canada. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see if I go to Canada. So that was 31. So this is 32. Okay. Electric right. Butt Podcast, episode 32, 69. Coming four, right up. 420. You know, lol. Let's, let's do uh, Pinball Party Podcast, Electric Bat Edition. Are we recording? Always. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Whoops. No, we didn't. We didn't. Fucked up. All right. Nah, nah, you do going to roll it back in your head. Yeah. Um, There's a good chance you said no, something. No, I'm, I'm always. No, we're leaving it. Whatever it was, we're leaving it. So it's I'm fine. Um, okay. I'm not going to edit shit. So we got to be on our best behavior. I don't have time. I've okay. been in, I've been in Disney World for seven days, yeah. enjoying everything about life. Now I'm back to work, so now I'm the opposite. Now I hate everything about life. I see you've um, got a brace on. I got a yeah. It's because the tendonitis. That's you know uh, from playing too many drums and and guitar and um, you know yeah that yeah. stuff. And so, you've been uh, responding to emails about Canada. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Right? We're not editing. <laughs> no, we're not. People. I don't know, people. It's it's funny that there's so many opinions in the world. But honestly, know that most of the feedback from that uh, has been great. Um, Good. And then there's the people who are people who are like, oh yeah, but like fuck that guy. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, It wasn't a surprise. It said Canada's on this podcast. So if you listen to it, it, it's right. Didn't like it. It's your fault. Or you. Right. This it's episode's like those that watch Fox yeah. just to get worked <laughs> just, up. They need to get their blood pressure up. Yeah. Like, looking for something to well, hate. It's like anybody that watches news. How yeah, about that's that? true. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it. Uh, yeah. No, it, it was a good time. He, he came on. We uh, we had a great talk. It was, it was cool to get to know him. Um, you know, I know yeah. him as much as I hear and from uh, emails him and I have had and the podcast and his feedback back was you know, via text, he had a great time and, you know, all this stuff. So it was, it was a win-win, um, the people that we, want to complain. We enjoyed it. We listened to it on our way to Flagstaff. Yeah, it was and, great. Uh, yeah. Nice. I talked to him at some shows. Seems totally fine. Uh, Kale, do you yeah. chat with him ever? I have only seen him at a show, mm-hmm. and he uh, he, he scared me because he, he was... <laughs> nice. Well, I, that seems impossible. No, I didn't talk to him because he had like on these like skin tight jeans and a polo with a gigantic polo horse on it. I was like, man. You thought that the cologne might be too strong? <laughs> I mean, <from> visual? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. The less um, than I thought he would be. He's like a little tiny guy. Just like Maynard. Yep. yep. Buckin' A. Yeah. Hey, I'd, I'd love to be in the same conversation of just like Maynard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess some of it. You know, it's like Maynard is awesome, the art side of him and all that. And then there's that side of him. It's like, you're kind of a fucking prick, but in a good way, because it's kind of, you kind of have to be, you got to be eccentric. Um, I like watching those, maybe it's only one, the tool video of him, uh, like on stage wrestling someone jujitsu style. They come up on stage and he's like, yeah, fuck it. I got it. I don't need security. Um, Whoa. I didn't. Yeah. You haven't seen that? No. Yeah. I think that was the one where somebody hopped on stage and. uh, Yeah. 
and and he sat on him. I yes, pushed out the song. I have not yes. seen it. Speaking we, of Brazilian jujitsu, I've I've no shit. I've had this in my notes for a while, Kale, to ask you. Um, y'all wear nut cups? <laughs> I I do. I don't. I have right. a very <laughs> yeah. right right. I have a very, very nice, expensive cup and and device that keeps it strapped to me. Um, <laughs> I, I do have some devices that yeah, strap because to- we get. Oh. Um, hey, yo! Uh, episode uh, brought to you by P for pegging. Uh, episode four twenty pinball butt yeah. podcast. Um, so, so you wear a nut cup when you're when I, you're wrestling. I, I do wear a cup, um, and only a few guys do. But okay, I don't, don't want to get tapped. See, that's what that's what. So in my notes, um, I wanted to bring this up. How often in BJJ Brazilian mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu mm-hmm. are dudes accidentally touching each other's dicks? Question mark. So that's in my notes. Okay. So if you're not, so this morning is when I thought about the nut cup because I was in martial arts for years, and I know, like you know, you wear a nut cup. Uh, uh, so. Not this, everyone's wearing a nut cup, and right. you're in their testosterone. I mean, they, they only cup. There's not like a variety of cups. Nut yeah. cups. No, I, I, said, I know where you're going with this, Jason. We're we're very close. It's not like karate or taekwondo. Right, you're in there. We're in there, and yes, it, you do brush against some some ween. And, <laughs> right. And there's, and there's a lot of oh, excuse me, are you okay? Oh, is that really what's happening? Because that's what yeah. I was wondering. Because there's so much testosterone, right. and then you rub a dick, mm-hmm. and it's like, what what if it's hard? Like, do you- uh, yeah, that, um, I mean, I've never experienced that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think but, like any athletic thing, you, I'm the one without a dick talking about. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But your blood is going everywhere but there because you're trying not to get strangled, right? Like you, I would imagine that your I genitals think. aren't super involved. Well, I mean, I, there's fetishes, right? But Correct. Well, yeah, you would, people know that you know. and um, But I think that know. this is like not... My impression is that's not that's not where your uh, brain is sending any blood or ambition. That's not where your head is at. Uh, hey, hey. Yo, hit the dingy thing. Um, <laughs> I would actually argue, Rachel, that you've probably are more expert on dong than us. I mean, the amount of dong you've painted. <laughs> right? You know, I, I paint very little dong. It's mostly mostly women. Um, but, uh, but I have I have spent back in the day the, the back sketches, in the day yeah. you know sketches, yeah. and I have certainly drawn I have seen more naked men than most people porn stars yeah that's pretty cool but drawing them I mean like in all kinds short tall fat small and also it, you know every part of them mm. okay well uh, you know I. <laughs> If that's it, if that's the whole story on on touch and dong and um you know jujitsu, then I'm fine. I just thought it would be more of like, in my mind, if I'm out there, I'm wrestling a guy. And I mean, there's been like there's a little bit of judo in martial arts, especially when you get to like black belt in American karate. You learn a little bit, but again, you always have a nut cup. And in like tournaments and stuff, you're not getting points for kicking people in the dick, so it's not really a thing. Right. But when you're on the ground, like basically kissing each other for like ten minutes and like uh, 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 like grunting and stuff. And the hands on a dick. I'm just like, that's got to happen all the time. Yeah. And I would. Well, uh, Rachel's uh, probably right. Like, that's probably the last thing on most people's minds. The, the funny thing is, um, like two days ago, I was training with a new guy from New York and uh, he nailed me. Something hit me. <laughs> Wait, 
in, in the crotch. No, something hit me yeah. in the crotch. And yeah. He goes, oh man. His mouth. Well, yeah, but then he said he's like, apologize. Oh man, I'm sorry. And I was like, I was like, I'm wearing a cup. Did you think my dick was hard? And- <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy gets it. Oh, he said, quote, sorry, wink. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it again. True said story. sorry again. It's really not like that, Jason. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Now we know. Um, so speaking when, of, when you come visit, we're gonna go to uh, my my gym. We're gonna do it. You got a strap on for me for I the do. cup. Okay. Yeah. I, All I, right. I'll win an extra one. Do you have an extra cup or just an I, extra? We can put something else in there. Like <laughs> well, a, yeah, yeah. What if I actually wore yeah, a fucking like, strap on? Like you wear a nut cup, I'll be the new guy, but like, yeah, you know, and I'll have a strap on underneath, so it'll just look like I'm hard the whole time. <laughs> it'll just be like a regular solo cup. <laughs> sure. My my crew would think that's hilarious and they would do a video about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Um we'll do a podcast. Okay, well, pinball. So let's let's talk about pinball, because you know, whatever. Welcome uh, to the Pinball Party Podcast, episode thirty two, featuring Electric Bad Arcade. Fuck, she did it. You did it a little late, uh, but thank you. Um, now we can start, finally. Um, so, I was in Disney World for five days, and there's a pinball angle here. I was like, I was on a Disney Resort, French Quarter, for those who have been there. We've gone there a few times. There's a place uh, my wife and I went on our honeymoon. We're Disney people. Not like we don't get the pins. <laughs> we're not like that. You know, we're like we like rides. We like fast shit. We like roller coasters. And uh, one of the days, I thought, let me go check out the arcade here, which is always shit. It's trash. You know, it's got like Sun Country or what is it? Uh, San Francisco Rush. Sorry. And then they'll have like you know the giant sized um, Pac Man usually. Right. And I walk in, and there's two pinball machines. Machines, fucking Tron, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And my heart, you know, I left for joy. Uh, came a little bit. I was like, I'm going to play Tron. Holy shit. Like, this is awesome. Um, anyone who's been a listener before know, like, I've had a Tron for like a day and that thing was fucked. This Tron was more fucked. <laughs> I walked up to it. I put in two quarters or whatever. Uh, push start. You hear it and it no ball comes out at all. I'm like, oh, maybe it's, you know, I, I you know, I'm jiggling it. Maybe the optos aren't sensing the ball. No, the, all the balls are fucking gone in this thing. There's not a ball in this thing on location it's got a card swiper and everything because i'm looking and i'm looking the trough the the ramp is like completely floppy flappy like the screws are gone it's all black clearly hasn't been cleaned in 17 years yeah Um, so that was my experience with tron on vacation was it doesn't fucking work at all um and i didn't even try guardians because it was also black and the the ball or ball or whatever that is was was cracked right wide open and uh so that sucked that was my pinball Adventures you know, in that Florida. That machine makes so much money because everybody's putting 50 cents or a dollar in. Fuck. They're killing yeah. it. Yeah, that's why they leave it. You yeah. could just have a box there so like with a picture on it so people think it's a pinball mm-hmm. machine. It would make... I, th- I think this this goes back to something I've repeated over and over again that a uh, location pinball really needs to be run by an enthusiast. You know, not, not, a, not billiards people, not some guy who fixes go-karts, you know, it, yeah. Cause this, we see this all the time. I think you know? everyone sees this all the time. That's yeah. why everyone's impression of an arcade is a room full of broken machines mm-hmm. where you're lucky if both flippers work and right. super lucky if 90% of the basic features work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice segue. 
uh, into the Electric Bat, which y'all both work at. If anyone who's listening doesn't know, Kayla Hernandez, Rachel Bess of Electric Electric Bat Arcade fame in Tempe, Arizona. Um, I like to say it, and I I don't think you guys can disagree. One of the most popular ar- pinball arcades in the world, yeah. easily. Yeah. It's on that fucking list, which is pretty yeah. badass. Yeah. Um, y'all yeah. have. I, I'm saying y'all. That's a southern thing, right? Was it Florida? Why am I saying y'all? I don't know. That's what I say. I'm. He says y'all. Southern. You might say it because you heard Kale. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, it's the strap on effect. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't want to say y'all. So if I keep saying it, please stop me and don't. Okay. I, I don't like it. It's too. We're not it's editing too, this. Right. It's too neutral. So um, if there's more y'alls, you know, whatever. Um, Figure it out. Uh. <laughs> Let's talk about what's earning. I mean, I I wasn't I wasn't aware Rachel was coming, and it's a very happy surprise because um, I really had no fucking idea what to talk about. I haven't done pinball in a week aside from the busted S Tron, bunch of Canada feedback, um, and the Godzilla topper, which is funny. Uh, that's all I know. So what's okay. happening? What are you guys doing? Are you going to talk about earners? What are you doing here? Yeah, I'll talk to you about earners. Number Tell me. one, take over. Scooby Doo. Fuck you. Where are you? In the bank. <laughs> what? Scooby Doo is. Earning better than Foo Fighters, better than Bond 60th, better than Godzilla, better than Godfather. Stop. Four in that order. So this <laughs> month, it was Scooby Doo, Foo Fighters. <laughs> oh, I hit, I, hit, I hit the wrong button. Sorry. Close enough. <laughs> Scooby Doo, <laughs> Foo Fighters, Bond 60th. Figure it out. Godzilla and Godfather in that order. That's the top five. Scooby Doo. Kale made a fix for where the ball always gets stuck. If you're familiar with with the game, the ball shoots out of the the habit trail and gets stuck in front of the Scooby Doo in a barrel. Scooby in a barrel. So Kale cut up a a thick piece of clear mylar. I think you just wedged it in Mm -hmm. there, right? You just wedged it in there. You don't even notice it. Ball doesn't get (laughs) stuck there anymore. My head is in a terrible place. So Uh now... The game stays on because there's not like just stuck balls all over the place and uh, it earns. So Scooby-Doo, top earner. Foo Fighters and Bond were, were very close behind that. Uh, Bond 60th. Bond 60th, right. yes. Uh, and then Godzilla and Godfather, those four were all really close together. Um, but Scooby? What the the fuck i know listen i know and and i am gonna yeah. have to give credit to where credits do this this is a cool machine and and it's actually it's been very reliable for us it um, has some weird quirks it has some weird quirks but it's been way more reliable than godfather i could i mean i've had to uh, like do some serious surgery on that thing in the middle of a tournament um but uh i am really blown away and absolutely pleased uh you know if, if this dictates the direction that uh what's his what, what's their name bug bug and link or <laughs> yeah bug is right we'll call it spooky if, if this is if this just dictates the direction that the company's going in bravo guys because this is a major major improvement over halloween ha- halloween now um gameplay Hall- and code did, I'm did not- i catch that right did you see halloween yes yeah, yeah right cool um uh Gameplay and code. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, serious great. might have an issue with uh, the, the code. Doesn't... It would be cool if there was some more music. There, yeah, if, yeah. If there was more stuff in there, it would be better. But right now, the fact that it is j- just working and 
and making money and making money, which is very important for us. Mm-hmm. Some some software uh, improvements would be cool, but we're like one of the issues that we're having with Godfather is that it just locks up. Which like is code wise, cool. or the software just yeah, will just freeze. the whole thing, the whole thing freezes up, freezes, yeah. um, which makes it it happens and off- it is fully updated. If anybody yeah. wants, yeah, fully wants updated. To know. So for us, we have huge tournaments. Last night we had 107 people at our Ooh. weekly league. We need to have as many. Like I don't want to have to take machines out, but Godfather. You know, if you've got a four-player game and you're on ball three, and then all of a sudden it locks up, mm-hmm. that's Ooh. that's that's a bad feeling. Right. What what happens in that scenario at an arcade? Let's say there's four people, they're ball two. Let's say in the second player, it freezes. Do they come up to you? Do you refund them? What's the? So what happens is, yeah, they come up to me. I see if the scores are recoverable. If we can. Start. She's talking about it in a tournament. Yeah, in a tournament. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess I was talking about overall, but but what you're saying is oh, overall, yeah, just you get a refund. And, okay. You know, we'll either shut it off or fix it, okay. um, whichever is more appropriate for the scenario. And and I have hopes that Godfather will get there. Toy Story is extremely reliable. Yeah, like the glass has been off Toy Story maybe twice just to in, clean it. Yeah, yeah, mm. and that's a weird thing. And and with Godfather and. I mean, electric bat is kind of like the the Bonneville salt flats of for uh, pinball machines. It's where you really test your freaking car. So, I mean, I, I doubt other people are going to see these issues, but I mean, there's there's some stuff like where the compound lock is the the screws, the wood screws are very shallow, and the ball is just knocking the shit out of that. So those just immediately stripped, and that whole thing blew apart in the middle of a tournament. I luckily I got out uh, toothpicks and wood glue and got it running. Um, but uh, you know, if if you have it at home, you're not going to experience the the kind of stuff that that we're dealing with. Yeah, I would I would 100% recommend somebody buy this machine for home. Scooby. Uh, Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. Oh, these oh, are, oh, these oh, are not okay. problems that the average person is going to see. These are problems that whenever yeah, whenever a game gets played 20 hours a day, you you're going to see issues. We're going to see issues that other people aren't going to see. So that's what makes it even more impressive that Scooby is holding up, right? Foo Fighters holding up, Bond 60th, Godzilla, still all, all the stern stuff. Um, you know, for the most part, there's there are very few issues with that. What I find interesting about the numbers side of it is last time you were on, we talked about how Foo Fighters was breaking records and, and how awesome it was. And it is still a fantastic game. I did not expect a world that the one to knock it off the cr- the crown was that the right f- whatever we're not editing oh, throne. Uh, the throne thank you uh, game of crone crowns mm-hmm. uh, was fucking Scooby Doo unbelievable also, visually yes at the arcade right like it just there's uh, wait sorry what did you say I, I totally interrupted you stoners cool stoners, okay electric yeah. bat it's a pretty popular theme a drug it's pretty popular drug. Um, <laughs> what, you know, it, uh, Stern could do this, I guess, but one of my thoughts is again, we'll have to keep tracking like how Scooby does long term is that how many of these Scooby players are like, it's new and it's a first timer thing or it's a stoner thing or it's a whatever. And they play it and that's a it. Lot. Okay. A lot of them. A lot of it's that. And also, is there anywhere else that you can play a Scooby-Doo? I don't think so. Uh, can you think of one? Karen? No. Yeah. So, yeah. Only- so it's also the only one. Mm. Everybody well, has a 
fighters now. So there's I no, think... there's no Scooby and Eau Claire where I oh. live. Well, but in the Phoenix area, you know, there's like ten arcades, and all of them have a Foo Fighters. Maybe there's fifty arcades. I don't know. There's a lot of machines, mm-hmm. and so people have a chance to play Foo Fighters in a lot of places. So when they come to Electric Bat, they're probably going to go towards the games they haven't had a chance to play yet. Hmm. Well, I. But I'm just even, blown away that it's still working. That's yeah. That's I'm really jazzed about, and it's and a, this may all change. You you know, next we go. We're very fickle. Yes. June fourteenth. So yeah, June fourteenth. Rachel and Kale give a thumbs up to Scooby Doo. <laughs> Call Scooby us back Doo. on seventeenth. Subject uh, to change. Yeah, very much subject to change. We'll probably but get back that, to after this and. <laughs> well, so in that game, though, I mean, it's 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 a lot of horseshoes. The upper play field, I've heard that maybe the the lock, the mystery machine lock is kind of your only mech that you're really dealing with, right? Or I guess the, the, the apron main, ball locks. The the main thing, the main worry for us is the ball launch, the upside down rail. For a while, it worked. And then all of a sudden, it stopped working for a while. It was very, you know, it would be shut down every night because the ball wouldn't launch onto the play field. And then we didn't do anything. It just sort of worked itself out. The- um that, Knock on wood. But. Yeah, when I played it, that was the problem that the machine had at, um, well, now known as Lit Pinball Arcade, the ball launch. I don't know if there's like an AI in there that works itself out versus something. Yeah, I Goblins. don't know. Yep. I don't know, but Gremlins. I'll take it. Kremlins. So Scooby, and then F- Foo Fighters, God- Godfather, Godzilla, and what was the other one? Oh, no, no, no. Scooby, Foo. Bond 60th. Bond 60th. And is Bond 60th the... Then Godfather. Is Bond 60th the only one that you charge more for? Bond 60th is straight dollar, as is Scooby and Godfather. Godzilla and Foo Fighters are both three for two. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Or or dollar each. Yeah, so there's there's not really any... And Stranger... Didn't you bring Stranger Things in recently? We did, but we just brought it in very recently. It's earning very well. We also brought okay. in Avengers, which you know everybody else has had forever, but we just kind of happened to buy one. There's a story beyond, behind that, too. Um, Stranger Things is earning really well, but it hasn't had a full month, so it's I don't... We'll see where, where it is next month in comparison. I would say that if it was up against these, it would probably be, um, you know, in third or about third place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of different themes and newer stuff, Scooby, Stranger Things, uh, there's been this talk of Harry Potter from JJP. What do you think that will do on location for you guys? Do you We've think the talked about is- this, and okay. neither Kale nor I could care less about Harry Potter. We're just I gotta not mute you guys me. now. I can't. I can't. <laughs> One second. Um, I mean, out. My mom likes Harry Potter and everybody younger than us likes Harry Potter, but we're just like right in that that groove that like just Fucking does not give a shit. But I think it will earn fantastically. So Wait, wait, okay, let's let's can we dig into that a little more? But okay, I'm 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kale, 47, right? You're 43. Yep. So you're a little older than me. My uh introduction to harry potter was very i think if i wasn't introdu- introduced to it correctly i would have been like mm, fuck this shit um i mean I, you know i like star wars i like lord of the rings i like shit i like good media right the first movie i saw or my first introduction was the 
third one, so Prisoner of Azkaban. I was higher than shit. Um, <laughs> went to see it, and that's kind of the darker one. It gets a little darker, so I'm kind of like, oh yeah, like I can, <laughs> you know, like I can kind of get in this groove here. Some shit happens, and I was like, oh wow, this this isn't just like a little little kid with a wand and he puts it in his butt or whatever. I was like, this is a fucking this is some serious shit. And then I went back to the first one, and I was like, this is embarrassing. The first one is fucking terrible. It's it, it's not. It's sort of a Star Wars type. You got to watch it in order, in a specific order. Well, you don't. You should is. just watch it normal. But I was introduced to the part of the that is a little more, more mature in the story. I think if I would have seen the first one first. I would have been like, this is embarrassing and terrible. I don't dislike it. I just never cared enough to get into it. Like, yeah, I don't it, have anything against it. What Jason's talking about may be my problem. I was introduced to it uh, by my mother gave me the book. And I read the book. Uh, actually, I read like half of it. And I was like, eh. And, yeah. um, and then I watched the first movie. And I was like, it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like it's like really kiddie stuff and it really didn't attract me and, and so that's where i left off and i rightfully so yeah so uh, do you know how like the whole thing kind of ends or whatever i'm not gonna have sp- no clue no i'll clue just say that it you know the way it starts which is really like whatever the end of it or the kind of story that ends up happening is actually pretty dark which is what kind of kept me going is like one it gets to a point where like oh shit they don't fuck around. Um, well, that well, then here I don't know if we're gonna fast forward to this. What's the pinball machine gonna be about? <sighs> right? Is it gonna be the dark and the dark side of it? Is it uh, gonna be all encompassing? Th- is it gonna be a custom shooter rod where like the tip is like really pointy? Like a wand. Like, well, there's a lot of wands. stuff, right? So so oh. that way, like it's you know it, there's a magnetic pushing you know the magnet the magnets what they what yeah what they need to do i think is what they should have done in star wars at least is more magnets more magic forcey kind of you know like magic shit have a lot of magnets tossing the balls in places um that's what she said and um there is so much shadow meets bsd please yeah i think it'll be a cool game i mean if it's got to get more than scooby if they put it out, we will probably buy it, depending on how Godfather is in about six or eight months, I guess. Okay. You know, we'll give them a little bit of time to, to sort out the stuff. And we have a good relationship with Jersey Jack guys. We like them a lot, and they're very helpful. Um, so I have confidence that that they're going to work the, work out the issues. Mm. It may just take a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't want to... Uh... You know, I'm not trashing Jersey Jack whatsoever. And their customer service has been amazing. We needed some parts. They got them to us within, what, three days? Yeah. Some, was- some boards. Yeah. So, yeah, they're awesome. Great guys. Yeah. I think from my experience with the th- the three big ones, Sco- or Scooby, Spooky, <laughs> um, Jersey Jack, and Stern, I think Jersey Jack has the best, obviously the best looking games. What the fuck? The best customer service, the best quality it, it just historically for me, like as a home player more so, you know, the flipper feel, but I think they've fixed that. I think if they bring out Harry Potter, it's going to fucking dominate. And if the other rumor of Matrix to me, like, holy shit, kill me. That's the only game I would need. Um, what do you guys think of if, if Matrix is one of them? super excited yeah. about Matrix. Yep. Yeah. If that's true. I don't know. I haven't heard I anything. Well, I no. mean, I've heard the rumors, but I haven't heard anything from anybody 
who would know things. Yeah. <laughs> or <I won't>. not <laughs> things. Yeah. There's, mm, we'll stop there. But yeah, I, ah, I hope it's. Mm, I hope yeah, it's, it's real. Cool. Um, we have found ourselves in a position where we no longer are like, are we going to buy it or are we not going to buy it? I think we've bought every every game in the last few years. It took us a little while to get Avengers because that came out at an odd time, COVID-wise, shutdown-wise. Um, we, we, we bought this one kind of by accident. Mm-hmm. We had some parts from Rush that needed needed to be welded. This is, this is my big, uh, I'm going to, not just rush. Yeah. Man- oh Mandalorian. yeah. Mandalorian. This is yeah. the fourth diverter or fifth diverter we've gone through. That puts it into the little uh, upper play field thingy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Aaron at game room goodies is always kind enough to just weld our parts for us. So we don't have to wait for the new ones to arrive. Um, so we'll order some new stuff, drive, 40 minutes over there, he'll weld it on the spot and we'll we'll play games while he fixes our parts for us. He has the most amazing showroom. Fantastic showroom and also fantastic customer service. So there's there's my little plug for game room goodies, especially if Where you're is local. that? Is that Arizona? They're they're in Arizona. They're in a, a suburb called Avondale, so just kind of on the west side of Phoenix, southwest. Um yeah, about 40 minutes from the arcade. So we just drive on over there. I got my big bag of parts for him to weld for us. And then lo and behold, there's there's an Avengers used less than 100 plays <laughs> in the showroom. And then Kale, rec- Kale sees who's on the leaderboard, and we know the guy. Um, we know whose it is. And, you know, he was just... Pro or premium? This is a pro. Okay. And he cycles through games kind of like some other people Uh and um so we got a great deal on a uh i mean it brand new really brand new avengers and we were happy that it was the pro because less uh mechs for us to have to uh keep running oh yeah i love shooting the pro so much more because i don't like the upside down ramp shot oh yeah captain marvel so i gotta just keep like just hitting that spinner and go that's a lot more fun for me than the, you know, hoping it makes it all the way upside down. What I like way more about the premium, not from an operator, from a player, mm-hmm. is that starting a mode on a pro, you're just hitting that spinny disc thing. Yeah. From the premium, you're actually like going into, a, you know, a subway yes. scoop yes. kind of thing. I, I love that. Too. I agree. Yeah. yeah otherwise, it feels like. I s- fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Eh. Mm. Um. Since uh, since I'm not editing shit, wife's out of town. Mabel's hungry as shit. She came in. Talk about pinball. I'll be back in two minutes. I'm going to feed my dog. Thanks, guys. <laughs> right on. This is going to be a top episode. Right on. Uh, all right. So do, do you have some notes? Um, let's see. My notes is mainly about spot welds and... And, uh, and, and stern machines? It, really in any machine. A, a, the little tack welds are not the right way to make something stay working. So we've we've been seeing the the stern tack welds fail since we uh, used to promote them on, on monsters. The, I think was monsters. the first time we yeah, saw it with mm-hmm. the with the, uh, the spot shot. Yeah, the little trap door ripping off the top of spot. Yeah, we had to fix well, it well, with some JB Weld at a show. And it, to, it, to it lasted. Show. Yeah, it lasted yeah. for two days. Uh, uh, well, I mean, what could they do to to change that? 
well, I think you can just you can just do a heavier weld. Okay. It's going to take a little bit more time or um but the the result I mean it's sort of like any other thing you can build it cheap, fast, good. Mm-hmm. Um and and there's a happy medium and again, we just we've always been, had the experience of having games that are getting played and just beat to shit. I mean, you know, the games are in great condition. They're not like right. tore up. Just but played. They get played a lot. Yeah. And and before that, it was at shows. So mm-hmm. they're brand new out of the box. You don't get a chance to to do any little uh, finagling to make things work better. And then they got immediately like 500 plays in two days. <laughs> yeah. So me and you have just always been put in these situations where games are going to, we're going to see the games that are ridden the hardest and again, like I, I would be curious um, to know about home users' experiences with those with those welds and how often they see those fail. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that the math is there. You know, the the folks at Stern are, are not stupid, and they know that these welds are working well enough that they're not getting so many complaints or having to replace parts. Except, mm-hmm. I think the the Mandalorian diverter maybe a standout with that. I think they may have realized that was maybe not the right part for the job. Um, but in instances like uh, what we do, maybe instead of the pro and the premium and the LE, there should be the the pro, the premium, the LE, and the operator <laughs> where you get, yeah. awesome. you get like full TIG welding and titanium parts yeah you get the heavy like the expensive steel screw i mean i would i would easily pay another 500 bucks for not having to replace coil stuff i think it would take more money than that yeah it probably would um but that would you know that would be the the addition that i would love to have Mm -hmm. an operator machine the operator build the German engineering. Yeah, but the, the if they really did that, the operator build would be stri- stripped down, but heavy duty. Something I'll take you, it. Something you could take to Disney World and never have to worry yeah. about. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> just, just think about like me and you could like take a day off. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Remember what that was like? I don't. <laughs> or how 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 much of your days are fixing or maintenance? Every day? Or you mean what percentage of every day? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Is it every day? And what is the percentage so, of each? Um, well, one of us is working on machines at least probably one or two hours every day. That's, that's a, you know, a lot of it's cleaning, mach- not, you know, that's like working on machines. But then on top of that, cleaning things, tightening things, keeping things tight, keeps them from breaking as much. Um, How many machines do you have again? 80? On the floor in Tempe, there's 60. Um, on the floor in Flagstaff, there's 15. In the back, there's another 15 or so. so and, and that's just pinball machines. Oh, yeah, just pinball. We also have video games. Yeah. Um, and you maintain – those aren't much to maintain other than – Right. Other, yeah. Other than the, you know, change a button because, you know, shit got spilled into it. And uh, <clears throat> monitors are just a, – a CRTs are a pain in the ass. Um trying it we're trying to get we're slowly getting away from that i know the uh, uh people hate to hear that uh you know the old oh, moving to lcd or something yeah. well, well we, no. we we would never convert a machine to lcd okay. it looks right. like crap but uh yep. like that 
the new the newest video game we've got is that alien what is it called resurrection or whatever yeah, the, the gigantic shooter yeah, it it's has like a, this 11 foot tall it has alien a giant shooter. lcd and we love it because that's like zero maintenance um yeah we bought 400 dollars worth of padding to put underneath <laughs> where the guns go so that way we don't have to keep replacing 900 dollars guns nice uh, pro tip um yeah so so yeah i'm hoping for more great games that are natively lcd the ms pat galaga stuff you know i love those games and they're great earners mortal kombat street fighter all that stuff people Mm -hmm. want to play those and there's just not that many monitors left you can only rebuild them you can't you can keep rebuilding them but then you know there are certain flybacks which is a very important critical part of a monitor and some of those are no longer available for certain styles so then you know it just it, we're getting to the point, and everybody, I think, in the arcade world knows that there were, there's going to be a time when you can't have these anymore, and it's going to suck. But it's not going to suck for the people that have to move them. And work. what? Yep. Yeah. What about like? I'm not sure of, of much of the Asian uh, arcades with some of this, but bringing in something more recent, like uh, you know, Street Fighter Four or Five. Well, I guess now six. But like, do they ever have like that really new type of fighter stuff I, in there? I wish. I want Street Fighter Six. Um, yeah. There's talk online. A lot of people are building their own cabinets, but I I want a commercial cabinet with Street right. Fighter Six in there with an LCD. Did uh, they have it for four? I thought like Street Fighter Four might have had it. I I don't think so because i've been looking for good fighters with lcds and there's like some conversions with like um some uh, some snk stuff sure but um no, that's I'll, some serious fighting stuff though you get right, that snk right. neo geo realm and it gets weird yeah but i don't i don't there must not be money there because they, they must i'm sure they're killing it on the consoles so they're not really worried about it and and most of these kids that are playing the fighting tournaments around town they're carrying their uh, joysticks around and playing on consoles yep yeah the candy cabs are still the candy cabs are crts um so most of those games that even you're thinking of are are older than you think they are Mm. so it's going to be awesome whenever somebody makes those and there's a lot of indie stuff out there but i just haven't Mm. seen anything um miss pac-man and galaga earn as much as a low to mid-tier pinball machine no shit so the and that's at quarter play we still have ours at quarter play so they get people play the shit out of those um are they score chasing or is it people just nostalgia and playing nostalgia. and it's one yeah. of those things where like my buddies want to go play pinball i don't care about pinball but i sure love me some miss pac-man it's it's that kind of we see that you a know, lot well, I remember uh, when Mortal Kombat 2 came out in the arcades, you know, the golden age of like when arcades were just the fucking shit. There was more than one arcade that had Mortal Kombat 2 on a projector because it was like a thing. So they had the, the the console, the stand, and I think they just had the JAMA board hooked up, converted to a projector and this projection on the screen. And like, this is a little more input lag, but that looks badass as shit. Um, we have a projector, but there is certainly input lag. Yeah, yeah. We have fight sticks in a, in a projector. We could and we have nice various, fight sticks. Various PlayStations and things. We could do that. We could have like an MK11 tournament. Oh. I think, and I think it would be fun just because it is on a on a projector. But yeah. whenever you're playing it and you're like trying to do something and that, that lag, there is some projectors that 
you know, they're, they're pretty low. Um, and my old, old home theater, I had, I made sure, I mean, it was under 20 milliseconds, which, you know, is still better than a lot of even OLEDs out there. But right. um, th- like emulation these days, they have, I'm not sure if MAME has it. I know a lot of the SNES and Genesis cores do like that run ahead where they're basically using two instances of the game at once to like um, circumvent all the input lag. I wonder if they'll get there on for arcade stuff where you can mitigate all that. Um, which is even faster than a CRT. In some I think it. if the market was there for it, they could very easily do that. But I can't imagine that there is a market no. yet well, for that. The only thing we've seen that seems even a tad bit promising is the XA Arcadia board. That um, it's it's all Japanese stuff, and but what's kind of promising now is the they have a Samurai Showdown ported to it. So if they if this like the original or the newer no it's 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 an uh, original one um, or not I don't know if it's one or two but uh, one of the know, old it's Neo Geo not, ones it's not a new one it's still you know like all all bit mapped and what have you yeah uh, yeah but it's cool it's it's like around like four thousand dollars and then you have to put it inside a cabinet and it's it's supposed to be like the new Neo Geo because you can swap games. Um, oh, is it like an F? Well, it could be an FPGA where it's mimicking the actual hardware, so you can plug in the old, yeah, the the PCB or the Jamma board into it, and it just thinks it's whatever. Like they have those, like this is like an all-in-one thing. This is like a branded all-in-one computer. Uh, yeah, check it. It's, a, it's like I think it's called XA Arcadia. Yeah, really, but most of the stuff is just like these weird Japanese games, which. You know, we wouldn't be opposed to getting, but not for four thousand dollars plus mm. cab. Yeah, plus you have to get a cab. Yeah, you know what you're dealing with fifty five hundred six grand before you're done. Yeah. Huh. I, uh, okay. Well, I, I'm sure people want to hear more about arcade stuff, but pinball related. <laughs> pinball. I'm surprised, and I bet it's on the radar that Mortal Kombat hasn't made its way into a pinball machine. Talk to Vinicor. Yep. Yeah. We, didn't we? We did we have, ask him. We have to, I don't know. I don't think we. I don't think we touched on that, but we need to. We should have him back on the next episode. Yeah, dude. I mean, Street Fighter, and that game's horrible, except for <laughs> the car is pretty funny, right? Uh, below the playfield, that's got to just break all the time, though. Yeah. You guys have a Street Fighter? Fighter? No, uh, no. We. No. I don't have any experience. I've played it, but I've never worked on. Yeah. Had to operate it. Mortal Kombat, though. Shit, I think that would kill. Um, did, it's did recognizable you, enough. Uh, did Did you listen to the last uh, what's Zach show the the pinball the pinball show? show? Yeah, did you listen yeah. to that? I did on the way home from Florida on the plane. Thank you, Dennis and Zach, for giving me that company. Yeah. Why do you ask? Uh, because they they brought up something really interesting that I didn't realize. Uh, something that went down at Expo. Uh, there was a. You know all the all the best homebrew machines from around the nation show up at Expo and they all yeah. they all compete yep. and uh, they get a prize. Where they were talking about American had their own little contest where they chose one of the machines and were going to produce it. Did Did you hear that segment? That, that mm, piece in there? Did I miss it? Did I pass out? No. What? Yeah, they they talked about that and uh, and this is this is really interesting. Because oh no, I did fast forward a little bit of the American stuff because I'm always just like, I don't give a shit. Okay. So yeah, I must fast forward <laughs> right. that part. Yeah. So apparently, American Pinball picked out one of the machines to produce 
it's uh, the waiting on um, licensing from from what uh, Zach and Dennis were saying. And uh, man, uh, I know you didn't go there, but, uh, you know, Ian and Rachel and I were all there and we played those machines. And the only one that really makes sense is Dukes of Hazard, Right. Uh, and that's probably a theme that, no offense, American, nah, I'm, I won't even go there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the theme's that great except for like 10 people, but I think the theme's sweet. Right. And I mean, there was a Dukes of Hazard movie. What? Well, I mean, that yeah. was a, a, you know, a remake. So, I mean, there's, you know, some people that, that are interested in it um, or they wouldn't have made a movie about it, remade a movie about it. Um, but uh, I, I know you didn't play this game, but this is a fully, our friends built it. It is a fully fleshed out game. New code, it, and, and it's built on a, a Paragon, Bally Paragon, okay. which is kind of interesting because if they want to play it, they probably have to license that layout or, you know, I don't know how they get around that and license the, the, the movie or television show. It's actually based on a television show. But our, yeah. our friend Jake Danzig produced it and then Katie and oh, Olivia. Oh, he made that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, he, um, he had Katie and Olivia build it and yeah. they wrote they they had new boards produced for it fully wrote the software so it's not a rethink it's not a retheme it's just a completely new game on top of a paragon playfield hmm. so the layout is a paragon layout but the game is not paragon right and it's got call outs from the show jake sat down and watched every single episode <laughs> and time stamped uh every like a episode. million calls. yeah he put some work into it and uh got all the call outs going on so it's kind of like a paragon with a ball save and a multi-ball and uh, it's a super cool machine and i think uh if that's the uh, one if america yeah because i mean all of the other ones and 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 no disrespect they, these guys put a lot of hard work into it like yep. if you look if you played dukes of hazard and played all the other ones the other ones seemed like you know high school projects sure but uh, this is a fully fleshed out game, ready to go. We've played it a ton. Um, we did a we did a stream uh, of it, and if you actually uh, go to YouTube and just uh, type in Jake Danzig Dukes of Hazard Pinball Machine, you can find our whole stream where we streamed it from Electric Bat. It's an awesome machine, and it is ready for prime time. So, if Amer- it's the only one that really makes sense for American to pick up because it's ready to go. Yeah. You know, they they just have to build it. I think the licensing yep. is probably reasonable compared yeah. to some of the other stuff. Like some of the other and, games had, um, you know, would have would have been a would have been expensive licenses that would have made this not maybe make sense for American. But I'm not sure any of it makes sense. I don't know that I would, <coughs> that I would just on a on a whim be like, hey, one of you tw- bring your machine to Expo. We're gonna pick one of you. What if, you know, what if all you get is a bunch of sixth graders bringing, you know, cardboard things? Well, now we got to produce one. We said we would. <laughs> uh, turd, this, the pinball machine. Hope this and, doesn't drain the and, bank. And what's really interesting, that's a super wide. So this would be the first modern super wide we've seen. Ugh. Yeah. No offense, but ugh, you know. We love them. How uh, do we have? We have three. Laser, laser ball. We don't have laser ball anymore. We sold... We sold laser ball. And what else do we have? Uh, we have hot doggin. We have paragon. paragon. That's it. Oh, okay. For the super wise. I, I used to we have like, embryon. Like I never had uh, 
never had Space Invaders, and I never had Future Spa. Yeah. As a relatively new, as I, what I'm getting at is what the fuck is a super wide? It's just <laughs> the, that era of ballet pins that were gigantic, the same size as Paragon. So there were six of them made. Wider uh, than wide bodies. Wider than wide bodies. They are super wide. Hey, oh, nailed it. Um, yeah. I th- <laughs> Thank you. And nobody's made them. You know, it's 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 been a while. It's it's been about forty years, probably probably about, probably for a good reason. Could be yeah. shipping, yeah. weight, yeah. materials. So let's remake one. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. Yeah. Look, we have we have no inside information. We're just guessing. So uh, yeah, you know, take take it and run with it. But also, whatever. like the stuff. Whenever you're guessing what Jersey Jack is doing, or guessing what Stern might do, or even Spooky, you can kind of. Like, oh, well, that will make sense for them. That makes sense for them to do with American. It's like, what? You know, right. What the hell? Just, Who the fuck knows? It, what a weird thing about all of their, you, you got your Houdini, Oktoberfest, uh, Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels. Now, Val, GTF. Valhalla, oh, yeah, Valhalla. I mean, it's just all over the map. And I don't mm-hmm. know if they're just shotgunning because it's still early in there. I think they're just having a good time. But that, well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully got a lot of money because, man, geez. Yeah, it's just it, it seems like they're still finding themselves. Yeah. Safe to say. Speaking of Expo, are you guys going this year? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You guys got stuff planned there? You doing stuff? We just hang out. We don't work when we go to a show these days. We- I was going to say we should do something. Okay. Like a panel? Yeah. Like- oh. Let's do a live pinball party electric butt thing. Sure. Done. Yeah. Okay. I got the, I mean, the hotel's already booked on my end. It's October, but I was just thinking about this the other day. We should do something. Now I'm even more excited. People would come. You can't see him, but Rachel will vouch. Yeah. You know, we need to book that stuff or it's going to be. Well, let's do it. uh, Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's book it. Podcast because I need to book. (laughs) Yeah. We got a, we got a expo. See us at Electric Party Buttcade. I don't know. We'll be sharing a room with you. Okay, hey, so, we, it's a big we, room. What are we gonna do? We're gonna live stream. We're gonna, we're yeah, gonna, we'll just uh, turn the mics on, great. have we, a live yeah, podcast. Let's, yeah, let's do a panel, whatever. Let's let's go. Yeah, now, now you, ha- I'm excited. Yeah, I don't want to do something where we have to prepare a bunch of like maybe I'll maybe I'll play a couple of the songs live or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll just do the, all the sound effects live. I have thought about having Meth there too, but either like a little robotic guy, and I can put a microphone on him. Or have a, a screen with him animated. Because um, Zach, uh, not Zach Many, but Zach from uh, Neon Dale, the other sound engineer, would totally come and run the sound for us. So it, would, awesome. it wouldn't be that, like, you know, panel shit where it's like, terrible microphones, everything sounds like shit. It would be fucking, it'd be great. We could and make a f- show out of it. What about the new arcade that is, uh, what's it called, Pastimes? Oh, Rob, uh, Rob Burke's place. Rob Burke's place. Is that close? Can we drive there from uh, wherever we are? Oak Grove? or It's not in the same state. Oh, it's not? Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. So, I thought you were going with the Galloping Ghost that just expanded. No, we could go to Galloping Ghost. Yeah, we Ghost. could definitely do that. Well, I don't think we're going to Ohio. I almost said Hawaii. We're definitely mm-hmm. not driving to Hawaii from nope. Expo. We'll, uh, we'll go to Expo, and then afterwards you guys can come over to our house. I'll make you guys some pizza. It's just a four and a half hour drive, not a big deal. Yeah, let's do um, it. We'll go get some pizza. And will you, will you let me throw some dough? You know, I used to do that. Yeah, I yeah. Let's do it. Let's Good. let's throw dough. Um, but yeah, 
<laughs> that caught me off track. Let's throw dough. Um, we'll do a pinball party podcast live. We'll toss dough at people. Awesome. Um, I bet if, since we're not editing, shit, I'll, I'll talk to TPN. I'll talk to Zach. We'll see what, what, what they're doing there. Maybe we can get in on some of that or they can get in some of this. Or yeah, All right, let's, let's, let's book something. Let's get weird. Well, Expo. you've got the hotel room booked. We don't, so uh, we'll yeah. just just tell me how much our half is. Okay, <laughs> it'll pro- it'll be more than my half because it's two of you. It's one bed, so um, I- I'm taking horizontal, I guess. No, Dana will be there too, so Ooh. this would be a tight fit. Um, so we're, we're small, do, like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory cool. style. Oh Ian, yeah, I'm Feet sure Ian the- will be there. Oh we'll yeah, hang out with Ian again. He can have the couch. Day. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if Nudge will be there. Is he going to do a panel? The, uh, I don't. I don't know. We we did a panel last time. That uh, was fun. Yeah, that was actually where we met Ian in person for the first time. And that man, what an adventure! We we rode. He, we we got in this Prius and he drove us to Logan. With no, no, it was in Ethereum, Interium, 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 and then he left his camera on <laughs> on the top of the car. And, and we're on a busy road. Oops. Yeah, it flies off. Some people run over it. So we're, we're all running around the middle of the street trying to uh, recover the film. And we did. I think most of it was ruined. But what an adventure, man. That's kind of par for the course. <laughs> when if you're hanging with Ian? When you're, no, I was going to say when you're hanging with you. The two of you together. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's mayhem. Yeah. It's, where I have hold on to your hat. It's, shit's going to get crazy. Yeah. Speaking of getting crazy, I have a complete subject change here, whiplash y'all, but I have the two best people to help me answer this question. This happens more often than uh, you'd think that people will reach out to me on Pinside from any state, any country with the most random ass question now with just like, apparently you do a podcast, let me ask you some random shit. So here's one. Someone reached out. I woke up to this message this morning for, I'll just say, TZip55 from Pinside out of Nebraska. Hey, Jason, I know you buy and sell machines rather frequently, so I'm reaching out to see if you could help me value a machine I'm wanting to buy. I don't want to be a dick and lowball, but I also don't want to get ripped off either. Naturally. You have way more experience than me and run a great podcast, so hopefully you can help me figure it out. Smiley face. Hey, you did it. Figure it out. Uh, So I said, sure. What game? He just replied while... You've been on here, so let's 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 help this guy out. Let's break girl. it down. Let's break it down. I said, what game? He said, it's a CSI with LEDs. It's a guy from Kansas. <laughs> Rachel's shaking her head. There's your first. It's a guy from Kansas who listed on Marketplace, I assume Facebook Marketplace, Marketplace, wanting 5,300. He posted on Pinside before wanting that amount, and it looks like it sat for over a month. So that's a good indication. Uh, I would right. sit for over five years at that price. A CSI LEDs. So first of all, um, I appreciate you reaching out and newer Pinside member. So let's assume this person knows nothing about pinball. Just you know, just to, just to be kind. Um, mm-hmm. CSI. I've actually um, joked with Dana about in the past of getting it because you know watching Law and Order and CSI and those shows like it'd be kind of fucking cool to play CSI for a little bit. Um, so theme aside, which I think is kind of neat, LEDs. Who gives a shit? Um, that would probably cost you like 10 bucks to replace all of them if you wanted to. So assume that the LEDs has no value because you can do that easy peasy, no problem. It's all about CSI and what condition it's in. So um, I can probably find this. If it was posted on, if he's from Kansas, it was a CSI posted and it sat for over a month. All right. So give me your thoughts, uh, Kale and Rachel. I'm going to look for this. 
I don't want a CSI. Post. So I, I've never come across one for sale. I don't even have, uh, I have no baseline for that. 53 seems very, very high. Whenever you mention that something's been LED'd like you, it doesn't mean anything to me. It does cost more than $10 to buy a machine's worth of LEDs. Probably closer to like, well, it depends on the quality of the LED as well. But disregard the LED part. So how much do you want to spend on a CSI? And that's in such a weird uh, market of games that I don't think people really are seeking out that I, I just... You know, it's not in the it's not in the top fifty. Kale, check your phone. I sent you a link. I believe this is the listing he's referring to, so you can look at it with Rachel. Um, I I'm just guessing because it's in Kansas. It was the same price. It's from it. It looks like it sat for a while. Um, very nice CSI Cliffies and LEDs. Okay, mirror blades. So uh, if this is the right one, um, that was out of Valley Center, Kansas. I'll say mirror blades, I would, you know, value roughly hundred bucks on the used market even because mirror blades, take them, leave them, take them out. They're good. They're, they're, they're great. Um, so LEDs, who cares? Mirror blades, everything else is whatever. So condition is king, nine times out of 10. Um, he's got some cliffies on one of the in lanes, meaning that thing's probably beat up a little bit, um, but not really a big deal, but it's just an indication of where... The shooter lane looks like it has a cliffy and it's covered pretty good, so it probably has quite a bit of wear. Um, you know, the the first question out and the start button has some wear around where the paint is, so that's been used quite a bit to get actual. You know, it's so the condition says partially restored, almost original, meaning it's it was probably en route. Not that that should deter you it, from a uh, game. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks super cool. Looks like a who, very nice. Who de- who designed this? Uh, the CSI? Yeah. Uh, that is a Lawler. Okay. Hmm. It's a stern Lawler. Yeah, it's it's a really kind of intriguing machine. It's it's very like, huh, that's fucking CSI in a pinball. It's uh yeah. it's a neat design in my opinion. Yeah. Um it's 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 unique. Um but yeah, as far as condition. I would make sure first that, you know, if you care about resale value or any of that, make sure there's no play field where, <laughs> you know, uh, any sort of like, you know, shooter wear, right, or in, in lane shit, who cares, but like a chip out of the fucking middle of the play field or something like that. Look for all that stuff. But assuming that that's probably not there because any normal seller would talk about that. But ask those questions. Um, Price-wise, God. Would agree with Rachel that it's a little high because it's CSI, and if it sat for a month, would mean like let's literally say that you now bought it. It is the summertime, so the market is low. I mean, I've had a Jurassic Park premium that's in perfect condition, home use only at a good price that's been sitting for almost a month. And um, that's not an indication of the game; it's kind of an indication of the home use use only market right now. Um, I look at these things a little bit differently than you because I'm looking please. at it in terms of how much money is it going to make me and how long is it going to take to pay right. for itself and what's going to break between now and when it pays for itself. Yeah. So I'm not really like you're looking at it as if I pay $10,000 for a machine, can I get $10,000 back out of a machine? Um, or rough. Yeah. A give or take amount. a couple hundred, well, you know, whatever yeah. yeah, you paid for it. Um, I, I don't care and I am willing to, you know, I don't a, a few hundred dollars here and there, a thousand dollars. If it's a game that I think it's going to, 
appeal to people that play at our spot um, or just me personally. But I, I think I'm thinking about it in terms of that. So I really do not care at all about tiny chips out of the play field. Um, right. Things like that. Like if I'm if I'm going to spend ten thousand dollars on a game, it needs to make me ten thousand dollars in a reasonable amount of time. And at the end of that reasonable amount of time, I guarantee you, there's going to be a couple of more chips. There's going to be a few yes. things that just happen to it um, in a in a well loved machine. So, yeah, I. This era looks like, um, just looking at it, it has lollipop rails on it as well, uh, meaning probably if there's wear around the start button, um, there's probably wear around the buttons, just more of an indication that it was played a lot, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Depends what you're, you know, if you're, I'm just guessing this person's reason for wanting to get it is the theme. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Uh, if it's for theme and like you're a CSI lover and this is the game and you want it in your house and you want it to kind of look nicer or last and all that, then it's a value that's different than what Rachel is saying. If you want it to make money on a location that people might play it. I don't know. Gut check for me on this game. Fuck. What you shouldn't do is strictly go on pin side, look at the uh, market archive and then look at the like suggested price because that's always off. I mean, it'll get you in the kind of ballpark estimated value 5000 to 5900 okay but That's really crazy. yeah i guess you know if you looked at if you look at the market archive of this game specifically of what's sold in the past like really what you should do is look at like the past year and just take a barometer check it looks like you know here's one that sold for 4500 in december of last year it says it has somewhere 6400 4500 5500 5400 67 5 5 6 5 2 all the way back in 2021 so this person isn't far off um i would just imagine uh 2021 4500 for a csi with the color dmd i don't know if you want a csi and it's the theme I don't think this person is very far off, but if the market has said it's been sitting for a month at 5300 I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to offering this person like 4700 and see what they come back with of, you know, if you meet in the middle at five and you're comfortable, he's or she's comfortable, then there you go. But, you know, I wouldn't lowball someone like I've gotten lowballed to where it's like it's kind of insulting. Um, this game, who knows, maybe you go pretty low cause it's fucking CSI, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. I mean, Rachel, what do you think for, if you'd had to make money on it, what would you, what would you buy this game for? Um, I wouldn't pay more than four. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think it'll, it'll, it would earn well its first couple of months cause you don't see them. Yeah. But I think there are many more games that are much more fun. And I think that that CSI would end up being kind of a filler game, but it, you know it's nice to have games that are just oddball games. But no, four four thousand is about as much as I would pay. But I'm not saying that that is what the mark that has absolutely nothing to do with what the market is or should be. Yeah, but it's it's still a good perspective of like it would you know for CSI if you were to then if you're going to keep this thing forever then who cares. Pay, pay whatever you want for it. If you're like me and you want to play it for a couple months, play the shit out of it and then sell it and try not to lose too much, then I would try to find the kind of middle of the market, which to me would be like the most I would probably personally pay for this to like, hey, I want to play it. It would be 4700 And then 
be very nice to it. Um, but you need to know more about condition um, to, to make that call. Find out about the playfield wear and all that. But, you know, but let's say that then you want to sell it in a couple months. You heard it from an operator that operates someone. You're probably not going to sell it to an operator much more than 4000 So keep that in mind. Yeah. In Kansas, I don't, I don't even, or Nebraska or which, whichever, I have no idea what their market is like. Yeah. And I don't know what this person, uh, you know, wants to get into, but I mean, maybe find a local bar where they could set it up and, you know, do like an 80-20 split. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've thought of doing that of, uh, my buddy Zach, who I mentioned earlier, he runs an audio shop here, you know, speakers, guitars, music store, all that. And we've thought about doing some audio consulting on the side. We're both sound engineers and all this and just whatever. But I've thought of tossing a couple pinball machines in there. And Do just, it. Okay. That, yeah. It'll be fun. That. Do it with new Stearns. <laughs> so that way you are not, you know, because it, it makes sense because of the music pins, right? Yeah. And also that way you... Uh, just because you personally, uh, I I wouldn't want you to operate a game that you couldn't get another one of pretty easily. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like what's going to happen is you're going to put a maiden on location. <sighs> then you're going to be sad that there's not a maiden at your house, and then you're going to buy another maiden. <laughs> Stop. Well, maybe, but uh, ma- oh, maiden is so good. Let's talk about maiden for a while. I would get maiden. And I would put it there, but I'm there literally every day anyway at this place. He doesn't want me to. He wants me to put a game there. He doesn't want me to because all he's going to do is play it. I'm like, exactly. I'm there anyways. During my work hours, I go there. I sometimes work from there. We do recording stuff. We work on music. We make fun of his customers that he has and they suck, um, but they, you know, livelihood. So we have a good time, you know, ripping on all of them. Um, And I've thought of bringing in a pinball machine or two. I was thinking of... First being poof of poo fighters. Poo fighters. Whoa. Yeah, yo. <laughs> uh bring in poo fighters or um rush. But Iron Maiden. Iron fuck. Maiden was the first pinball machine in Electric Bad Arcade. Yeah, that was the single machine that I put in the bar while we were building out the arcade. Okay. Well, I want to ask you something before I get back to like let's just gush. For, so less than stop. Stop it. Let's let's I want to get back to gushing about Iron Maiden. But um what I would not have in this uh audio store is uh concessions. I wouldn't have alcohol. There's no more liquor licenses in where I live because there's too many per capita. Hmm. How much of the I mean is the draw is is drinking at your place? Like if you took the drinks out, would you make nearly as much on pinballs as you do? Could we replace it with weed? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, um, we, yes. would, we would make way less money. Uh, drinking Fuck. is... is yeah. Even though the pinball players don't really drink that much, I think just the fact that it's in that type of environment really right. adds to it. Um, and just knowing that the opportunity is there. I mean, I think that just it, just the atmosphere is key. Mm. But I don't think... I think putting games... We put Foo Fighters... In Zia Records. Yeah, record store, right? Yeah. Foo Fighters um, record launch. So yeah. in Zia Records, there's there's one of their stores. They're an Arizona-based independent record place. Been around since I was very young. Kind of grew up in that record shop. Holds a soft spot in my heart. So um, it was. it's fun now that we're doing some cross-promotion and, and trade and, and also just yeah, we brought we brought over this Foo Fighters pinball machine, and it uh, got played over there for five days. 
earned earned some money roughly the same as what it would have earned in the arcade no but, shit but a lot of it was people coming to the arcade and like where's foo fighters because right after it came <laughs> out. and then well it's across the street well you can walk over there from uh, the arcade so <laughs> people yeah. would like our bartenders after their shift would go over to the record shop buy records play foo fighters um they, they wanted to get the badge oh also yeah, yeah. The, the badges for the that the touring overlord thing quest mm. stuff going on right now which reminds me i need to get get one today um so it was, it's great and i think that we're gonna do a lot more bring bringing over a pinball machine for a week just uh, there are so many music themed ones and even mm. non-music themed ones like a godzilla one just pop culture stuff in general or a black knight a very but a good black fit knight. yeah I'll, there really any pinball machine is a good fit for a record store, but I think in like what you're talking about, there's a huge crossover in the type yep. of people that like these two things. Audio stuff tends to be, I think, I think it would do well. Um, certainly, it would free up some space in your home. Oh, my so plan is rotate out some things. Yes, my plan is I have so I have only have two left. Which is good. I don't want to have any more than two anymore. Like, oh, it's just, I don't. Um, I want to get rid of both of them. And I was going to get a Godzilla premium just to play it for a while and like not have multiple pins and like do all that shit. I want to kind of settle down on it because it gets, it gets fucking tiring. But um, the other one was an Iron Maiden Pro. I was thinking of re-getting it because back to that, that fucking game. What, what a game for his first Keith Elwin. I mean, it was, uh, what was it before? A, um, Archer. What was the Archer, right. Yeah. And the layout is 99% basically the same, a couple tweaks, but that <laughs> there's so much thought into that game from the way it shoots. And I mean, like literally like when the ball launches up into the, uh, that first orbit or whatever you want to call that, the, the middle yeah. orbit, the loop yeah. to how the balls lock to how they flow when you're shooting it to, I mean, as f someone's first game, I guess similar to Jack danger, like knocked it out of the fucking park. And I've always liked Iron Maiden, like just below liked them. Like I never bought anything, but I'd hear like the Trooper or something like, yeah, yeah all right. Um, but playing that game, I love that they chose to mix it with an Egyptian theme. And I think that really elevated it to me to not just be like nothing against Rush because I like Rush a lot. But that was just like, hey, it's Rush and it's Rush and there's Rush. But Iron Maiden took it similar to Foo Fighters, like let's mix it with something else to really give it some some flair. And uh, well, I love the, the Egyptian stuff is in Iron Maiden lore. That, yeah. And I was unaware. Yeah. That's what, uh, mm -hmm. and it was, has it always been in their lore or was it like just an album or two that really did it? I think it's just one album, but it's all like, they have themes that go all over the place. They're the original metal RPG. <laughs> I love, I got, I got really into them because my, my stepbrother who was much older than me and we shared a room when we were kids he would always rock out Iron Maiden vinyl, and he would go to sleep listening to it with his, uh, you know, his headphones on. But you know, I'm a, a little kid, and my hearing is just like, uh, you know, like Daredevil, and I can mm -hmm. hear, I can hear the the vinyl, you know, you, you know how you could like yeah, uh, hear, yeah, yeah, right. And so yeah. I'm like, those those songs are just like in my DNA. So when, when I heard Stern was producing this thing. I had no idea who Keith Elwin was. I was so excited. And then it turned out to be one of the best games ever. It still is, I think. Mm -hmm. 
The only thing I think can, should be improved in that game, and you can do it yourself anyways, is just the lighting. It's a little drab, little you know, like I yeah. I had I had spotlights to mine, three of them, and I like what. Uh, do you have a pro or premium? Pro. Pro. I think that's the better game, the pro, because of that coffin or not coffin shot, but to lock the mummy on the premium, you have to hit that left ramp, which is like the most bitch of a shot in that game. Right. And like having to start multi-ball by doing that. Damn. I've never actually, I've actually never really played a premium. Uh, I've only played the pro, but I don't, I don't, I don't want anything from playing it except for maybe the locking the ball to start the mode in the, the hoodie, the little flappy flip on the top. So here's what you do. You buy the Godzilla and the Iron Maiden. God damn it. You put one at your house, one at the shop. Yeah. And then you, then when you get the itch, I will. And then buy yourself some really nice tools. I will talk to you about the tools. Uh, okay. You're gonna I have to some things. tools. Okay. Well, let's talk. Uh, save it for next time. Let's talk to you. Talking maintenance tools? Some tool talk. Yeah. Tool talk. T- specific okay. things. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We got we've got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Let me just find that. I got it. Figured out. Okay. Um, that's what I want to do, but I got these two goddamn machines on the other side of this wall that I need to sell. And I would do that today if two people just bought these games. What, what's guys. left? What do you have? Jurassic Park Premium and a Star Wars Comic Pro. Why don't you put one of those in the shop? Because uh, I want to play the other two that you mentioned really bad. Um, I've I've played Jurassic Park enough now over the last like six months of owning it. Like It's the longest game I've ever had. I've gotten to the Visitor Center... As many times as I need to, I'm never going to get to, well, maybe, Escape from Nublar. I probably could, but it's I'm at that grind where like I've done it so much to where I've... Oh, yeah. I've done it so much. Me and Kale are just always bored of Nublar. <laughs> we just get there every yeah, get day. Every game. Have yeah. either of you gotten there? Bagel, yeah. doing Nublar. Fuck no. Yeah. I, Visitor like, Center is doable, but... Kale and I spend playing pinball. It's amazing that Carol has gotten as good as he has in the past few years because we really, like, we spend, you know, 50, 60 hours a week each in the arcade um, easily. We spend maybe, like, an hour playing pinball yeah, a week, if that. If yeah. that. Like, and usually the playing is just play testing to make sure the thing that we fixed that right. and, we actually and during did tournaments. We, and during we, tournaments. We play in our own tournaments. So I probably play as far as like games of pinball a week that I play where I'm not just, you know, coining it up and then shooting a ball at a certain thing to make sure that it works. Uh, maybe, maybe 15 games a week. Mm-hmm. That seems high to me. Yeah. And that includes tournament games. But you have been enjoying Bond because of the new code update. 60th? Oh my gosh. Or no. regular Bond? Regular Reggies? Bond. Regular. They finally... Put a pro? bunch of stuff back in a pro. Pre- we have the premium. Oh, yeah, premium. Yep. Wait, we, don't you have both? Didn't you? We did have both. We sold the... We traded the, oh, we pro, traded the pro for towards something. Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, let me, let's let's talk about that. I just texted Zach uh, again, uh, audio Zach, not many. I said, Kale and Rachel telling me I should put an Iron Maiden in ECPA, Eau Claire Pro Audio. He said, of course you should do that. My electric drum set is gone. I just sold it, so I have the space now. God damn it. Boom. God damn it. All right, everybody, go down. Go down to ECPA uh, on Hastings Avenue in Eau Claire across from Highland Fitness, where I will be tomorrow morning, uh, leg day, and I'm going to kill myself after it, and then I'll be ordering an Iron Maiden. Okay, so back to Bond Pro. It's better? 
Right. Uh, pro uh, pro and premium. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Premium. We have the premium. Um, the, yeah. The multipliers are there now. The the bond women is that what they're called? The bond are they? Women? Yeah, they're there now. But also, like the way that you qualify various other things in the game is now it's not just like one shot. Oh, you know, I I played one game and I it was during a tournament, so I I can't speak specifically about all the updates. But man, if you haven't played it in a while because you I haven't. It, sucked you should play it again on um, so the button does something now the action button oh i don't know if the action button does oh yeah the action does do something because that's how you do the bond lady multiplier do we know how that works because i i've played it with doc quite a bit at a local bar and i love i really like the right side of that game i love all that shit yeah Uh, i love the scoop i love the three ramps the left side you know it's always in the scoop like whatever but um and then the the rocket ship area seems a little janky with the spinner. Sometimes it bricks the ball and the drop. It's fine. But I love yeah. the left shot. I like the way it shoots, I guess is, is my point. But when I played it, like half the game just didn't exist. Like there's nothing. The action button didn't yeah. do shit. So, so now there's get, way more lit shots that are, you have more opportunities to start more things. There's just more going on that enables you to progress through the game. Yeah. And there's more in the game to progress through. So play it I, I can't neither kale nor i can speak in detail about it but right they now. don't update it in this town this fucking town is dark <laughs> shit i'll go there and it'll be code 0.69 and be like nah, and the flippers right. will be like this and okay so, dog water so here, well i was mm, what i was about to tell him to update it himself but that's probably not uh i, I don't they don't have key, the, the bar doesn't even have keys to the fucking game they'll I be do. like oh nice <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. Don't. She has she has the biggest keychain of pinball. Uh, you know, un- unlocking keys. But I've ever seen in my life, there's this bartender that still works there. He's a prick. So, um, um, I think he. Up. Oh, I'm not editing this. So, uh yeah, maybe, maybe, haha, maybe I'll go update the code. So here's um. um <laughs> But this is this is really why you should start operating games, right? I never bring up a problem that I don't have a solution for. And here's the solution. You are now an operator. Stop. Call me for tips. God. What, kind of, what kind of licensing do you need in Wisconsin? Or do you need any? You know, I can drop a fucking game. I don't give a shit. Um, for Olivia, what? Well, d- depending on what state you are, you have to have. Or county or town Ta- yeah, or whatever. Tax, like a, a tax sticker, tax, some kind and, of... And some don't need it. Some don't need it. Yeah. Flagstaff, we don't need it. Um, I don't think we do. I could be wrong. I, I shouldn't get into it. But when I owned the pizza restaurant and I had a guy who brought in arcade machines and always left two of them there, um, usually like uh, Double Dragon and Street Fighter, you know, and good shit. Um, I mean, we were all so young, like 25 and didn't give a shit, but we did nothing with that. Um, it's a quick Google search away. So okay. So I'll, let's say... I put two games at this place. Okay, now you have room for two more at your house. Now you find another <laughs> friend. Where's this money coming from? Where, where's, from where's the it? two games that you put in the audio shop. This is okay. Okay. Only start. This is how they start to multiply. Once you have some games on location, then you have to expand. <laughs> then before you know it, you have a hundred games and you work eight days a week. Like, yeah, kill awesome. me. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it is really fun. It, it's the greatest you. job that either of us have ever had and we have both mm. only had great jobs my my jobs have consisted of drawing naked people convinc- you know teaching other people to draw naked people yep um painting Ex- exotic exotic uh, fruits and oh and yeah trees. i got a book deal this morning 
That was Shit. Did you really? Yeah, I woke up to an email that, that they are sending me money to put a painting of mine on the cover of a book. That Congratulations. I, thanks. Yeah, it just came out of the blue. I didn't. I, Can you say what book or is this like yeah, NDA shit? Yeah. yeah. Not yet. Son not of a we'll, bitch. We'll it's, it's a novel. It's not anything that, you know. National Geographic? That's yeah. awesome. So it's okay. just like, you know. And now we hang out together all day long at an arcade. What, like, that's the best thing. And for you, you'd be hanging out at an arcade at an audio shop, which is like the two things you love. Why would you not do this? Because uh, it's money. It's money that, like, I just bought a fucking car. Um, what, what did you get? We haven't heard about your car. A Mazda CX-30 Turbo. But this is the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the problem. <laughs> is that I like um, the car I had before that that this replaced was a Mazda speed three. I like, I like acceleration. I'm kind of, I've never been a car guy. I'm still not, but I'm thinking of kind of getting into it a little more being one of those guys that knows about cars and engines and shit. I've always been like more computers and other and art stuff and music. So like cars were always like, I don't give a shit, just like whatever. But after being in Florida and roller coasters and then getting this turbo, I'm like, Oh shit. I kind of want to, I want to get something with a fucking sack on it, you know, like yeah. a fucking car. Um, so then this pinball talk, you're bringing me back into spending money on pinball. I'm thinking of getting like a BMW series. today on the way to lunch because we saw an amazing baby blue McLaren. Yeah. And we were like, man, we need one. Yeah. <laughs> I've yes. only bought, I just buy Toyota Tacomas. That's just what I buy. Right. Fits a pin or two. Yeah, I love them. It's a great truck. Um, that's so that's that's what we have. I convinced myself that I need m even more power because I got the CX-3 tur Turbo. Love it. It's great. It's like an in-between where like it's got enough, you know, balls to it. But my dad has a, a sweet-ass Corvette that he got a few months ago. So yesterday I was like, Dad, I need, I, I got a need for speed kind of thing. Like, let me drive it. He's like, all right, you know. And he's awesome when I'm driving with him because he's like, what are you doing? Gun it. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, guy, you know, I'm like, all right. And there's one point this truck was ahead of us. He's like, what are you, what are you letting him do that for? Like, oh yes, that's what I <laughs> yeah. needed, you know? So I'm just slamming this car around the country. We live kind of out in the country and it's the best. So now I'm like, all right, now I need that in my life. So that's what, like 50 grand. I got to somehow find somewhere, um, to find that much power in a car or a used one. And, and I don't know shit about cars. So like, if I get a really old used one, it'll break in a week and I'll be fucked. Um, right. so I got, I got that going for me. And then I got this pinball thing because I was going to downsize a little bit of pinball money and do that. But now, like, you're being a bad influence on me, and I well, appreciate I'm, it. I'm being a good influence because I'm actually enabling you to buy more pinball machines without <laughs> spending more money that came from the accounts that you use to pay your bills. It's a no-spin zone. You use <sighs> the money from the pinball machines to buy more pinball machines that sets your budget you then can you fit a machine in this new car my ass uh no but i can in my other one like, actually i might be able to on the side huh okay, so you not. have a vehicle that will move a pinball yes machine. i can move a machine so just do this and if you don't like it then you will have lost less money than you would lose in a few weeks worth of you know shipping pinball machine incidences mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not wrong well what i can do I know I'm is, this is what i'm yeah, i'm telling you <laughs> i know i hear it and i see you she is um, professional. <laughs> what i would do is i would 
Well, I did. I, I, I swear to God, I, I, I text Zach many from flipping out pinball in the middle of this. I'm like, you still got Iron Maiden pros in stock? He fucking does. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, I did right. that. So, so that's a bummer. You don't. It's not a bummer. These, I mean, if you're not excited about it, you shouldn't do it. But you also shouldn't complain about a problem that you're not willing to solve. <sighs> Bringing too much like wisdom to this. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you're you're feeling what Kale feels. <laughs> He's usually on the receiving end of the. But it's because you like your job. And what I'm kind of like pausing for is like, I wish I used that mentality for my actual day job that pays the bills because I just This don't, is how you get I out of that. This is uh, how no you get offense. out of No offense. If anyone's listening that works at the company you know I work at, sorry, but I don't give a shit. Um, that's, a, that's a miserable way to live. Like, you live <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Decades, right? Like, why do you have a job? 12 years. Why? Oh, oh, don't crap. do that. Yeah. It's the long you stayed at a job that you uh, weren't feeling. Uh, that I wasn't feeling? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like a day? Yeah. Okay. Right. For me, it's probably like, probably maybe a few months of like, uh, you know, I really need to. Yeah. Well, I, I always pick, I guess like you, I've always picked cool jobs. I mean, when I went out of high school, I started a band with friends. We made a living for a decade touring. That's and awesome. Then, what was I, the band? Uh, called Sourwood Honey. We were, we were a regional touring act out of... Uh, the southeast of South Carolina, and man, we toured around. We uh, played with, uh, you know, Leonard Skinner, Widespread Panic, uh, the Foo Fighters, America, Edgar Winter. I mean, we we played with all the big dogs back then. Fuck. And uh, Thirty Eight Special, man, it was it was freaking awesome, man. And, and we were, I mean, we were like total rednecks, uh, you know, just like a, a alternative country type thing. But it was it was a blast. I was eighteen. I mean, that's how I made a living for a decade. Um, and, and then after that, I became a graphic designer. And both you and I have always prioritized having a good time and enjoying our, our like we live in you a small house. To. We don't, we don't have, we have a nice house, but it's very small mm-hmm. and it's like, we, we don't have a lot of fancy shit because we don't want to have to have a lot of obligations yeah. that we don't feel like meeting. Yeah. Like kids or pets. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We have a stray cat that we love <laughs> and no children. Um. Yeah, some people are are pat- like you can't. There's a lot of people out there that already have the children. You can't like. T- mm-hmm. You can't undo the children. Well, you, right. you can, but that's look. It's frowned yeah. upon. Right. Yeah. Once you're in that position, but like, just do something you love. Don't do shit you don't love. Uh, I mean, that just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you go to a restaurant and there's 20 things on the menu and you choose the shit you don't want to eat? Ooh. Why would you do that? Oh my. <laughs> And don't let me um, get me wrong. We have both had our our times. Uh, not really. Not since we've been married, but we've had our beans and rice days. Oh yeah, but I love I love. Beans well, there's and rice. there's the like the stuff for me as I get older. The things I think about is like all right, health insurance, such a bitch, mm-hmm. you know, and self employed health insurance and all that. Like oh man, it's those heavy costs. Yeah. Yes, uh, I feel you on that. Yeah. So the that golden you're, handcuffs. You're in the transition. <laughs> Of you're starting your your couple of pins at your buddy's spot. Mm-hmm. You go. That's my it. that's my that's my foothole. Right. My rat you hole. Know, you know, you, you got the band stuff going on at the same yeah. time. You you've you got your fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, and then you, you <laughs> get your you health right. insurance through Zach, right? 
I got, uh, <laughs> yeah, my boss at, 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 fl- at Flippin' Out Pinball. Uh, my boss, Zach, here we go. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from Flippin' Out. From toppers or play trivials, I've got it figured out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I think of pinball, I think Flippin' Out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I buy, 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 I buy from Flippin' Out. Yeah, get your pinball and your health insurance from Flippin' Out Pinball. Great rates on your fucking busted health ass. You know, Rachel um, walks around the house singing that song. <laughs> Dang. It's yeah. your fault. I Dang. mean, I'll, I'll wake up to it. She's up and down the hallway flipping out when I wow. buy that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh, it works. See, I gotta, I, I'm good at writing catchy shit, but I gotta make money off of it somehow. I gotta make yeah. money off of writing catchy shit and then um, Pinball Machines and Buddy's House or Buddy's Place. Just um, do things you enjoy. Don't do shit you don't like. But I gotta make money. You know what? I make money. I like God damn it. what I do. Ah, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this counseling that's happening. It's logic. Um, it yeah, no, I know. Everybody that's listening too, like I know. You know, like why are you doing that shit you don't want to do? So you could go home and think about the things you do want to do, and then sleep, and then wake up and do the shit you don't want to do. But then, like, man, there's ten days a year that you get to go on vacation and do the things right. you want to do. Like, just fucking why? Just I know. All the time, do the stuff you want to do. That the amount of people that probably are in a similar position to me listening uh, more percentage than than are in, than what you're doing i guarantee it most of the people i talk to in the like buying selling trading whatever you know you have to make some good money to be able to do some of this and some of these people make ridiculous money it's it's disgusting yeah none of them are happy <laughs> you know uh they either work in software at a, at a thing they don't give a shit about um or they're working some sort of executive role they don't give a shit about or insurance they don't give a shit about and it's um, yeah, yeah. But I started to to give an example, and again, I have the financial benefit of not having children. Like when I bought my first pinball machine, the combined household income was maybe maybe fifty thousand dollars. I don't think it was that much at the time. Um, like there's you you can do it. Yeah. Um, and and so I'll, I'll give another example. Mark, who who has a lot of machines at Electric Bat, um, he was in pharmacy for a long time and then got into the insurance side of pharmacy stuff and just he hated it. There was there was a lot of well, he hated it. But he built yeah. his collection with that. But that's not where I'm going with this. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. What are you doing? And he just kept telling me, like, figure it he's out. Friend. He's our friend. And he was like, I, I just, I hate going to work and having to, you know, deny people medicine because their insurance, you know, whatever reason. Yeah, I can imagine. It was, it was a horrible thing. So I was like, why don't you quit your job? Well, I need the, the money. Like, mm, yeah. You have all these pins. Let's, let's, you know, you, why don't you put some of them in the arcade and, and we'll go from there. He quit his job. He, he had a very, you know, I, I don't know how much he made, but I imagine like pharmacy stuff that, yeah, that's a very well paying I'm job. sure he did fine. Yeah. Um, and you know, and he may have some savings and stuff to lean on, but still like the point of it was, is that you you just feel this obligation that you have to keep making this money to keep up the lifestyle 
so that wait you can afford the vacation yeah. like just just cut all that middle so you can afford out. a break from the thing right. you hate so which just, is daily yeah just just get up and fix pinball machines i remember or whatever it is you love get up and make um make flipping out commercials but I, I i would um i would i would definitely do that for a living that, that shit comes easy to me but the um so my, I know, I'm very impressed with the amount of just like the the volume of what you put out and how it's it it's everything that I've heard is good and I don't like that's uh, kudos to you that's impressive oh, because I know that you you make this podcast you do all these other things you have a day job and then you're still making all of this so so I believe that you can do it. Oh, thank you very much. I guess if, if I you know do the practice of like what would I be doing if if I didn't have to work. And it was just like, what would you be doing? Um, I would probably own a movie theater slash pinball place. And then, yeah, write, write jingles on the side. That sounds great. Yeah. But oh, fucking music game is so fucking hard. It's just I a social that. media was, game I'm, at this I'm, point. I'm an oil painter. We have the exact same. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Just, Damn. You, just you just do the things you love and the rest will and, work out. Yeah, maybe, but I also know very plenty. Of- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have some stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know some starving artists that are like some of the best musicians I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! And they're just broke as a joke, depressed on drugs. And well, like, I just that, drugs. <laughs> yeah, but that that <laughs> is so true. When when I was touring, so you know, I, I started when I was eighteen on the road. Uh, four, three to four days a week, with nonstop. Man, we're, we're like basically like the Grateful Dead. Um, we would see these guys that were just unbelievable and these bands that were amazing absolutely smoke anything you're listening to on the radio back then or today and you nobody's ever heard of them yeah and they might never hear right yeah um and you see art like like some of rachel's art uh we're like jesus christ it's second to none you know and why aren't you doing that for a living I did I guess do that for a living. God I damn it. I, opened up I hate this guest. <laughs> this, this fucking guest is like, oh, why? Well, I, I did do it. That's what paid for the pinball machines. But I still, you know, I wasn't making, um, you know, I, I was making a living. Yeah. But then this pinball thing happened. I thought, well, that seems fun. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Hmm. Well, let, me, let me ask you a very serious question. Let's say that tomorrow you get diagnosed with like stage four cancer. Just fucked right this took a turn Uh, yeah well i'm saying like you know health insurance and all that shit doing your own thing like is that gonna ruin shit or is it are you you good who would fix the machines yeah we have health insurance you'd fix the machine okay um if i but if i'm like laid up or dead right and poor kale has to fix a a lot of machines then we'd have to call in mark sorry you're working seven days a week yeah i mean there's no way i could not do this by myself I think that's some of the fear of like, or, or for me of like, uh, again, to your point, like it's, it's a problem you can't solve kind of thing is like, it's that you get in that rut or at least I personally do or like, I'm so prepared for this future that may or not, may not happen that I lose track of like the current and the now of like, I don't even like it, but just in case at some point there's an inconvenience, I'm ready for it. It's letting but, that mindset go. Yeah. Because there's, you're never going to, like you can't have success at an opportunity if you don't take the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, it's not like, I mean, you have to just take the risk and certainly have a savings account, like do the yeah. thing. 
to mitigate <laughs> that, right? I'm not saying, like, hey, everybody, go out and quit your job completely unprepared. Like, make sure that you can pay your mortgage and that you're living in a, you know, is this the house that I want to be living in? Does this yeah. make sense for me to be paying this much for these things? Do I, you know, could I, could I pay extra on, you know, could I, could I get the house? Here's, so here's some stuff. This is getting very, very off track, but. I love it. Fuck everyone else listening. So, no offense. Money. I love all your listeners. Thank you. <laughs> when I had some money saved up, I put solar panels on the house. So that way I knew I was never going to have to pay an electrical bill. Right. So that was one thing I wasn't going to have to worry about. I paid extra on the mortgage so I could pay off the house so I wouldn't have a mortgage payment. And I live in a, a, you know, like I said, I didn't buy the biggest house that I could have qualified for. I bought a house that fit my needs and I could take care of. And it's, it's a nice little house. Um, but now I don't have to worry about those payments either. So that really- You paid off your house already? Yes. Congrats. A long time ago. long time ago. Yeah. God. Damn, these I did machines on- are making you good money. We also well, we paid off the truck too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's this is also the Rachel Best school of like conservative money management. Mm. Um, pay extra early and often. Rachel Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rachel Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> but but in, but seriously, what it, like get rid of as many bills as you can get rid of, so that way you don't have that weight because that's what's giving you this obligation that you have to go to the job that you hate to do the things you hate so that you can you know, have things that you don't really need and then you don't get to have the things that you really want. So, hmm. food for thought. Let's, this, uh, the things I really want right now is dinner and I'm going <laughs> to have dinner very Same. soon. Yeah. And I, this has honestly been one of the, the best conversations I've had on this podcast. Um, and um, people have asked for you to come on more, Rachel. So I hope you will do that. Um, so let's, let's keep doing this. Okay. Um, but next time you have to talk about the tools. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to. I want to hear about Scooby and <laughs> see where where our fickle feelings yeah. are. Where's yeah. that Scooby? How far down did it drop? That is going to be the that is uh, how far down did it drop is going to be the question because I, yeah. I would if love- it didn't then kick me off. Um, any last pinball thoughts from you guys? How's it? You got tournaments? Anything special coming up? Electric bat? What's going on? Every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m., it's huge. We are now the largest single location league night in the world. If there's somebody that is bigger than us, please let us know. We're not aiming to be the biggest. It wasn't a goal. It just sort of happened. And when we're like, Jesus, this is a lot of people. How do other people handle this? We're realizing that there aren't. Um, other people aren't handling. <laughs> so let's franchise this shit. I'll op- I'll bring my, my Iron Maiden into Eau Claire Pro Audio <laughs> slash Electric bat or electric bit arcade um we've we've actually had offers and turned them down to build one in texas and hawaii whoa just because you want to control the ip and all that kind of stuff or no we just can't do this you know you can't it has to be us it has to like i say it has to be a a super enthusiast what if what if i move down there and I friend, would you, me? Yeah, you, would you, let me? you, you definitely have the energy to, to do okay. what we do. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it takes more. It's, it's, it's marketing. It's the weird, quirky marketing yeah. we do with social media. It's the, the party atmosphere we have at our tournament. You guys kill it. No shit. You Thank fucking you. kill it. Thank we you. love um, what we're doing. Yeah. So I think it shows. Um, I've showed people that have no fucking clue who even give a shit about pinball of when they're like, uh, I'm doing a pinball and I bring up your names like who? And I'm like, oh, and I, I'll show them like Instagram where they're a kid and they're like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, no fucking joke. 
Yeah. They, they know <laughs> like, what the fuck they're doing. Um, and I, I, just to be egotistical, I have very high standards. So like for me, I'm like, fuck, I'm impressed. And like, <laughs> appreciate yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, you have tournaments every week. Tournaments you just broke time. your own. Okay. Just, uh, you know, we're on Kale. Mm-hmm. Kale runs the shit out of all of our social media. Follow us there. Electric Bat Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. So if you message us on there, it's actually us. Yep. We, we don't, we don't hire somebody to, to yep. deal with it. Or, you know, if you email into pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com, I'll forward any messages to them, which, which I've done in the past. So anything you bring up, Kale or Rachel, I, I send it to them. So no problem there. Well, thanks for joining. Thanks for hopefully talking me off the ledge of, of my life. <laughs> what, a fucking, what a terrible way to end. Um, but thanks again for joining. Um, you know, good luck, Scooby. Good luck, Bond. Um, see you later. See you later. Right. Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much, Jason. It's been an absolute slice. <laughs> Okay, unedited. We'll see how that goes. No time. Thanks for joining. Email in your messed up texts or any questions to pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, stuff. And, you know, if you'd like to hear good music, check out Neon Dale on Spotify, Apple Music, Google it, check out the website. Thanks for joining us. I'll leave you with one of my Neon Dale favorites. This song is Black and Blue. Bye-bye.